After beating the Lagos traffic, I'm finally here at Buhari Street, Palm Avenue in Mushi area of Lagos, where Ahmed's shop and office is located. Activities here are in top shape as people are cutting and filing glasses for construction and home use. I'm told that this is the biggest thick glass market in Lagos. Welcome back to Africa Science Focus, the weekly science and development show from SciDevNet. I'm Ogechi Kianyao. You were just listening to our reporter Bumi Yakini as she journeyed into the Palm Avenue area of Lagos, Nigeria. Here she found the shop of Hamid Rauf, the chief executive officer of Hamroof Global Limited, a glass recycling and plaque production company. In Hamid's workshop, he takes old and broken glasses and transforms them to new items like frames, awards, and crystal plaques. Hamid's business is a sustainable one, built on managing waste and recycling. We go back to Bumi as she speaks to Hamid to find out more about his recycling business. Today, I'm on a journey to the Palm Avenue area of Lagos, Nigeria, where I'll be meeting Ahmed Rahouf, the man who has decided to breathe new life into chartered glasses as a way of not only making money or managing waste, but also protecting the climate through recycling. It's been eight years now since Ahmed started his journey of recycling broken glasses. And so far, he has produced over 8,000 crystal awards and over 2,000 crystal frames. So the next time you hold that crystal award in your hand and smile, just remember that it might be the end product of broken glasses. Let's start by you introducing yourself. Okay, my name is Ahmed Rauf. I'm the director of Amru Global Limited, a company into um, glass and aluminum construction and also training people on waste recycling. Take me through the process of making a crystal frame or plug. Okay, this is it. When we see a broken glass or maybe center table or dining table that people want to detach, so we pick it up. After we pick it up, we have our template of type of shapes we want to change it to. So we put the template. Sometimes it has rough. It has scratched. So we have to, first of all, bring out that template. We cut it to the template. So when we cut it to the template, I have a filing machine that I've got. We file it. After we file it, we wash it. After we will now wash it, we have a chemical, all these crashes and everything. So I have to do research on that chemical as well because there was a time people do complain to that this thing is crashed, this thing is not well presentable and the like. So we post, we fleet it, we put the chemical for it to back to shining. So when we do that, so we are able to now, if we want to print on it, maybe the person that requested for the shape wants us to print. We print or we just sell it to all these people selling crystal awards. So there are the those are the are the are the things we pass through. So now that you started, when do you source your materials from the ones you used to 
judging, um, crystal, frames, and blacks. Okay. Reason why I did not leave market, I was trained in um, Buari, which is the, see, the market, the biggest market whereby you can get thick glass. This is where we are. Where we are now. And reason why I don't live here, I get a lot of challenges and everything from here because people don't even understand what I'm doing. Sometimes they make jest of me. They will say that this guy just a pack broken all around. <laughs> what did they use that for? But right, like, let me say like three years ago now, they are now getting it because they are now seeing it on social medias and they say, when I want to go and pack their broken, I say, you will give us money, you know, because you are using it to make money, you know. So now, but before they just say, come and pack, come and pack, come and pack. But now they are getting that we are making it. So now it's now even getting difficult for me to even get with because I have to give them money because they know that I'm using it to make money. So I don't leave this market because I know that's the best place for me to get wastes because that's where they are cutting glass every daily basis. So, and apart from that, some people always called me maybe from... Ahmed, my I know that you can use um glass to do something. Just come and pack this my broken table. So some people called me and I go to their house, I pack their table. So that's how I source for my way. Sometimes I might just be walking on the road. I just see some people pack glass at the roads. I think there was a time where they had accidents at around the glass motor that around the So we have to go there to come and pack the glass because we know that that glass is going to be wasted there. So that's how we source our waste. According to the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change, recycling helps the planet because it saves energy, reduces waste and pollution, and contributes to a green mentality that ensures we live a more sustainable lifestyle. Professor Ilemo Bayo Oguntimehi, a professor of environmental dynamics and management at the Olusegun Agago University of Science and Technology in Okitipukwa, Ondo State, Nigeria, explains the science of recycling to us. Uh, recycling can be referred to as the process of converting waste or the materials that we usually discard uh, because we don't need them immediately or we have not found use, use any usefulness for them as at the time of discarding them into converting those materials into reusable materials, you know, converting them into things that would benefit us, benefited the environment. So uh, conventionally, when you don't need something, you think that it's useless. But in, you know, in nature, there is nothing that is called, that is waste, that is useless. So every, anything can be use, useful again. And that is what brings about the trial. The trial is when you generate some things that are not needed that you classified as waste. You look for a way of reducing the way they are generated. Then you can reuse uh, the material or you now recycle. So that is where the word recycle now coming. Uh, it is not that it's a new concept per se. It has been on. I mean, it has been practiced for in thousands of years. Uh, to us as human. We have many ways that we generate. When we eat and consume food, it gives us chemical energy. We use it to walk. We can move around. And during the process, uh, we have waste product that is generated. And we have to visit the toilet or the lavatory. And uh, when we defecate, what we term as waste that goes into the soccer way, 
can actually is now be used actually the production of biogas which is also used for cooking again in the kitchen to produce new uh, food material so we can look at it in that sense as reusing something that is time waste to produce gas which is we all know the uh, price of gas which is a form of energy now the, so biogas is an example that's a that's a clear example of how we can reuse waste or recycle it back for use domestically what's the science behind recycling i want to classify uh, clarify this issue of uh, recycling that we have two aspects of it we can have an upcycling uh, of material then we can also have a downcycling of material when we talk about upcycling of material that is where you turn recycled materials into something of a equal or greater value or quality than the original product. Uh, sometimes uh, when we say upcycling, it refers to the reuse of an, an item uh, instead of throwing it away. You know? So upcycling will lengthen the life of the given material. It will also uh, have an industrial uh, usage, uh, which depends on the material strength. So uh, paper has gone through, can go through upcycling, cardboard, Meta also uh, recycled aluminum cans can become new aluminum cans. Uh, recycled steel can also be turned into steel can. And uh, when we uh, uh, the recycled metals, they become we can use them to manufacture other parts of uh, automobile or applications or other metal products. Now, when we talk about downcycling, uh, this is why we turn. Uh, a product into a different product entirely, uh, which the cycle is not infinitely repeatable. Okay, an example of downcycling is when a plastic bottle gets torn into a fleece jacket. Okay, pet plastic like soda bottles, which are very hard to recycle now infinitely because when they become a new product, the plastic gets weaker each time, and the virgin materials often have to be added. You know, in order to make a new product to account for the weakening of the, so just to fortify the lost material strength. Professor Oguntimehi also tells us why recycling is so important in Sub-Saharan Africa. It is very important that we turn recycling into co our culture because that is the way we can preserve nature. One of the best ways to preserve nature is to turn, you know, recycling into our culture which means that if we generate a kind of waste that we classify as waste and we find useful uh, end uses for them, then they will become raw materials. It, it uh, brings an improved economy. economy. A lot of people are now making money you know, through recycling of plastic because it's very new and it also clean up the environment. And that is where uh, the issue of climate changes come in. Climate changes, emissions, different emissions, emissions into environment are reduced actually as a result of a cleanup and a, uh, a reuse of plastics. So uh, on this issue of recycling, I want to also mention that when an item is recycled, it is processed and uh, it turns, we, we turn it into something new or rather than uh, creating from the virgin 
material. Uh, you use the, the waste disposed. Uh, it's used, turn into something useful. So when you create something uh, new from uh, the scratch, you expend a lot of energy. But if you are recycling or you are recreating from a material that has been created already, the energy that you put into it is become uh, become reduced. And that is where actually the issue of mitigation of climate change comes in. Emissions are reduced you know, by recycling. Uh, the less energy used to produce a good uh, fewer uh, materials, then the it cuts down what we call the greenhouse gases, which are emitted in the process of uh, producing this material. And uh, when greenhouse gases are cut down, the emissions are cut down, it makes, uh, it reduces the effect of global warming. While transforming discarded glasses is so environmental friendly, products like Hamid's have to be useful for the people who would buy them. Mufutao Akinlota is one of Hamid's customers and he spoke to Bumi about why he likes the product. I've been patronizing Amro for over 10 years and the designs, concepts, and even cost effectiveness is part of what attracted me to be patronizing Amrov glasses for award plaques and frames. Thick glass crystal frames and awards, what attracted you to it? Crystal plaques and award by Hamed, who rolls Amrov glasses somewhere in Mushing. I can say are uh, the one of the best plaques and awards products we have in town now, because people are moving away from the usual wooden plaques we have. That if for years or months you start seeing them being eaten off by termites and some other things, but the glass are so durable, and they can you you can easily conserve them very well. Um, what would you say about um, his, his idea of using glass and chattered glasses to make frames as a way of protecting the environment? Using chattered glasses to make frames and awards in not just doing creativity and innovativeness, but you are equally supporting and preventing the environment through the climate change initiative. In Rutsi, where we belong, we have what we call the seven areas of focus of the Rutsi Foundation. And the last one there is what we call supporting the environment, which basically talks about climate change. And Amrov's initiative of using cut glasses is just a perfect idea of supporting the environment through the Rutsi seven areas of focus. So aside in creating good products, which are cost-effective, is equally supporting the environment and supporting the climate change initiative. Hamid's intervention means waste glasses can be repurposed to create new products. Doinsola Ogunye is a climate change activist and the founder of a recycling scheme for women and youth empowerment. She spoke to Bumi about the implications of recycling for the planet. We are in an era where, you know, everybody is talking about climate change. The weather is changing, the heat waves are happening even right here in Lagos. And a lot of people feel like there's nothing we can do about it. But the major thing that causes this thing is global warming. 
and with global warming, we'll find out that we're using a lot of gas, greenhouse gases. When you use your your air conditioning, for example, when you drive your car, all these gases actually go and trap heat. And that is what is causing um, the climate to change at this time. But there are things that we can do. Planting trees, for one, is one of it because tree planting helps to absorb these greenhouse gases and one of the easiest things we can also do for the environment. Now, how important or why is it, why is then recycling important to Africa? Um, it's important to us because, number one, when it comes to climate, we are the ones that bear the brunt and we are the ones that should get more, you know, when it comes to, you know, the benefits, you know, when it comes to climate, for, um, climate um, finance and things like that. So this um, habit of recycling is a good habit, but it's also good for the business you know, eco-friendly businesses should, should start in Africa. And this way, we're able to generate more income, even for the people that, um, for, for example, the farmers, we're able to, to get uh, funding so that their, their crop can adapt to, to the climate change that is happening. So it's very important that Africa, you know, comes to the table and does something um, regarding, you know, the climate and also recycling. Now, there is a guy who does glass waste recycling. Um, he, he, the byproduct is um, crystal frames and awards. What do you think about this initiative? I think it's a laudable one. I think it's very, I, I think it's a beautiful idea for somebody to be recycling that. But I also think that more people should be doing it. We're using, we're consuming um, in mass. You know, many people are using glass every day. Many people are using these materials every day. So we have to do more when it comes to recycling it. We can make different things from it and we can also continue to encourage people to come to, sorry, we can also continue to encourage people to start recycling their glass, start reusing their glass as well. So I, I feel like what the, what the man is doing is good, but we need more people to continue to do that. We go back to Hamid who let us know that he trains other people in this business. Actually, I just started training people now. It's not even up to three to four years. Because before, I just decided that I want to, people to know me very well. I want to be well-known. I was scared that if I started training people, will people be able to know that I'm the founder? So, but when I traveled recently to, to Accra in Ghana, so I share this idea with somebody that I don't want people because that person to ask me the same question. So I share this idea with somebody that no, 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 I don't want to train now. People will not know that I'm the one that started it. And then I don't say we don't do this. How people will be able to know transfer your knowledge? How will you be able to know all over the world? So when I back to Nigeria, so I decided that okay, let me. It's going to be a record that started it. So let me start training people. So right and throughout like four three years ago now, I can say that I've trained 15 people actually, and they are in this market currently that I'm proud to say that 15 people actually. But something that's just touching to me is that I found they are trained they still go back to all these aluminum because I don't want to train them that alone. So I train them more with my first work, which is aluminum construction. Do that because I know that this recycling work is not something that can be easily achieved in a day. 
So they can use that one as a source of income for them. The way I use it as a source of income. But most of these youths, they, they derive from it because they don't want to face that challenges. So most time I just see them working only alumni. I always ask them because I always still continue asking them, don't forget your recycling. Don't forget how to turn all this your waste to products. But you know, laziness and the likes. But currently, I'm working on training 50 people at, a one, at once. So last year, I declared it open. So I want to partner last year. I want to partner with Lagos State. I want to partner with the Yali RSC in Accra because they summon me and they said, okay, they want to partner with me. So when this, all these things, meetings and the light is going on, I don't even know the press people knows it. So the nation is a have to publish it that I want to change if there's a young guy who want to change 50 people, want to partner with WAPA, Women Affairs Commission of Lagos State. So they publish it. And we supposed to started that last year, but something came up, which is I was so strong than the likes. So we stopped. But currently, as I was talking to you, over 120 people have registered because we declared it open two weeks ago. So over 120 people have registered across Nigeria. So we have to even shortlist them to back to 50, which we are working on. And the training is going to start March 4th, 4th of March. This training is going to start by 4th of March. So by ending of this February, we are done with our... Um, shortlisting people we want to train and the like. So we are going to the world and want people to know that this is achievable because people are now ready to even turn. When we are even talking, like let me talk about 10 years ago, when you are talking about recycling in some people in youth, they don't even know what you are talking about. But people are now getting knowledge about recycling now and they want to be involved. So and I'm happy to even train more and more people now. I can... I can happily say in all over West Africa, I'm the only one currently, not in Nigeria, all over West Africa. I'm the only one, I'm proud to say that, that I'm the only one currently turning with thick glass. I put thick glass because some people can recycle all this normal light glass, aluminum and the like. But I put 10 mm, 12 mm thick glass. I'm the only one recycling with thick glass to do a lot of different shapes of crystals and the likes. Mufutao tells us the improvements he'd like to see in the repurposed products. For now, what I would just advise and what you would like to see is for him to put in more innovations into it and see what he can do better, make his products more attractive, more durable, and last longer. Because anybody seeing what he's doing, they want to say, okay, let me try this. And once he can do it, aside from doing trades, I said he had him done decorations for staircases, all those aluminum staircases, the roots of pieces, you see where he has done some things to, like, to add to the value of those aluminum railings. So, so those things should be encouraged and just try and just improve upon all these things. Well, do you encourage people to make use of this product and help the idea in diversifying. 
definitely my advice and appeal to people is since we are trying to see what we can do to encourage climate change and not only glasses, we will encourage to re recycle products. We can recycle. So, and glass is one of those things people never feel that they can, because of the danger in touching or handling glasses. But I tell you, there are dangers in everything we do. There are work hazards in everywhere we are. But we just need to be cautious enough and do what we know how to do best and do best practices in anywhere we are. So I encourage us to put in more effort and encourage and support this initiative of using cord glasses to make frames, awards, and so many other products as we have been seen by Amroth glasses. How can we get more people to embrace recycling and other sustainable practices in Sub-Saharan Africa? We go back to Professor Guntumehi to find out. The concept of recycling is not new to us in this part of the world, but the problem is that uh, there is no strict compliance on uh, recycling of waste of material or reuse of them. I give an example of plastic. Uh, plastic in the form of polythene, polypropylene, another form of plastic that are manufactured for use, have not. they don't have a definite clear-cut uh, path for recycling. Unlike in developed countries, okay, like in Japan, where I stayed for some time, uh, waste has sorts at sources of generation. So domestic waste are sorted into combustible, uh, plastics, which is non-combustible, bean, can, then also uh, some waste, like a battery and all those things that are, you know, categorized as toxic waste. So they are kept in separate bags. So that helps to find better usage for all those waste because we know that since they are sorted from sources, uh, management of such waste become very easy. Other materials that can be sorted, like paper, paper, yeah, which is classified as combustible. Yeah, glass, glass is also very important. Glass, being uh, broken glasses and all those things can also be sorted separately, and all these materials can be recycled. Metals, metals also can be uh, recycled. So these are. Uh, different uh, categories of materials that can be recycled. Is recycling sustainable for the climate? I ask because there has been a mixed reaction about recycling. After we have sorted the waste, uh, the materials that are sorted into different categories can now be processed or broken down into something that looks like raw material form. Uh, for instance, paper can be turned into pulp again. And uh, if it is plastic, plastic can be turned into pellet. Uh, and if it is a glass or metal, yeah, in most cases, they are melted down to reshape them. Some of them are uh, reshapable. Now, some can be reshaped again. And to the only thing difference between the manufactured one, freshly manufactured plastic, and the recycled plastic is that there is usually uh, a symbol on the board on the body in it because the strength when you have recycled a plastic, uh, the strength may not be as when it is uh, freshly produced. So the, it becomes very important for uh, 
the public to know that this particular material you are using is a recycle. So there's this arrow, three arrows that are made in form of uh, the end-to-end, end-to-end uh, arrow. So in, in, in form of a triangle that shows this material is a recyclable material. And uh, I want to also say that uh, uh, the lifespan of the recycled materials uh, depends on the type of materials and product that it is turned into. So for materials like uh, aluminum uh, for and glass, uh, they can be recycled indefinitely without losing their quality, which is a bit different from that type of plastic. Plastic degrades with time. So when they go through recycling, their uh, uh, strength you know, is reduced. That's all from us at Africa Science Focus today. If you want to find out more, head to the SIDEVnet website. That's www.scidev.net. Today's show was produced by Alice Hurst with editing by Ogechi Ekeanyao and Tetilope Fadare and reporting by Bumi Ekini. I'm Ogechi Ekeanyao. Until next time, goodbye. This project was funded by the European Journalism Centre through the Solutions Journalism Accelerator. The fund is supported by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Do you have any comments, questions or feedback about our podcast episodes? Let us know at podcast.sidev.net. Africa Science Focus is produced by SideFNet and distributed in association with your local radio station.